Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. much longer baby it's been so long i hardly knew you do you realize what it is standing in the door stay with me a I while i can't play september morn this is the last morn well it's actually Only afternoon now here on the east coast we traveled halfway around the world to find us it's september 30th again. already robin i know september morn Wait a minute, we interrupt. We interrupt this great Neil Diamond classic to begin this program with the only, the four, only four words necessary to get this show and get this party started on this Monday, Robin. Take it away. Take it away, take it away. I bet you you want to hear this right here, Tony. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them, Joe? Yeah! 
send that out to uh, One more time. One more time. One more time, Ted. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about you, Cowboys? Yeah! Uh, yeah, you know, let's listen. I've been doing that for 100 years. You see how young Troy Aikman looked in that picture? Oh well, there's. I, did, I didn't have the video up. Well, Tony, the, just I mean, if you watch the video again, I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to waste all day today. All right, maybe I'll waste half of the day today. Are you Are you having Schadenfreude? No, I'm not having any of that till later on. Though I'm going to a German restaurant, and we're going to have some. Uh, actually, we're going to a landmark Americana tonight. And again, I'm not going to. You know what I, Schadenfreude I some, is, right? Yes, it's somebody else who looks like you. Or, no, 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 no. no. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude means that you were. You... I thought it was a ride at the uh, amusement park in Wisconsin. No, um, no, it's it is a word that we really need to embrace not in the, the English language. Not no, the Schlitterbahn. It means when you take pleasure in somebody else's pain. No, I don't do that. No, no, but pain. not pain. But it's sh- but it's not like like you're you're enjoying the demise of somebody else. It's but... not a demise. My point is. Fan, what I love about Twitter and about social media more than anything else is the fact that fan bases of all teams can go on there immediately after their favorite team, whether it's college or pros, can go on there not even after the game, but during, before, during, and after the game, especially during and after the game, to bitch about what, why your team sucked even when you win or why your team sucked even when you lose. And the Cowboy fans, which I've learned for over the years, going way back to their last Super Bowl, because I was still a middle-aged man the last time the Dallas Cowboy fans saw an actual Super Bowl victory. CC. Do you remember what year that was, Robin? Uh, it was Super Bowl Triple X. Triple X. You know how many bad Triple X movies have been made since then? <laughs> and I don't even mean the Vin Diesel uh, franchise, those Triple X movies. Was Debbie Does Dallas done by then? No, but Debbie Does Dallas is much better than the Cowboys. I mean, come on. You can't beat that. That's a classic. But anyway. Wait, turn that. Turn yours up just a little bit, Tony. I want to hear. We got, Robin got me a new machine. I did. Ah, oh, there it is. Oh, yes. I like it. It's not actually. I still have my ancient iPad, which is like 12 years old. Yes, but I got an ancient soundboard that hooks up to your ancient iPad do I have to have the aux in, or do I leave it out? The aux button's pushed. Uh, it it doesn't matter. Okay, because I, I like the little green light on. Let me see what it sounds like with the uh, with the other button on there. Yeah. So if you can see right now on the full screen. Yes. Tony has. It's called an i Studio that was put out like eight years ago, and I found it on eBay, practically brand new for twenty five bucks. <laughs> Normally, it went for $199. Oh, wow. And it, it still came in the original box. It still had the stickers on it and everything. And it was specifically made for the iPad way back when for you to be able to, like, go out and do little recordings. It's got a guitar on it. It's got a – what else are these buttons doing here? It has plus 12. I don't know what that means. Is this, a, like, legal in some states where the age of consent is 12? No, that's uh. if you have um, microphones that need a boost, boost, a decibel boost. Speaking that's of that, I need, my bo- I need my boost energy drink today. But it's the good really thing energy. is is that instead of taking the audio from the, the headphone out, it takes it directly from the, the little link. Oh, this is high-tech knowledge know. right here. And You're not getting this on other shows. And what's even better, Tony, <laughs> is the idea is that I should not have to touch your soundboard sound 
level at all because you are now in complete control. Oh, I love being in complete control. I now, love that. Let's see how people think Tony can do. <laughs> I know. I know it is. I don't want this show to become a... And by the way, we try to give 100% on this show, Robin. Well, it's not acceptable to me. We give 110% yes, we on the show every single day, Greta. Our level goes all the way to 11. <laughs> as Play Action Reel reminds us. People are now us requesting Greta sound bites here. How dare you, Cowboy fans? How dare How you? dare you? I could, I could imitate her. How dare you? We will never forgive you. Ezekiel Elliott for only getting 36 yards rushing last night for the Dallas Cowboys? How do you get 36 yards rushing when you're the franchise who already got paid and the quarterback, Dak Prescott, hasn't gotten paid? Now, I'm not going to – this is – I'm just having fun. I don't want to make this show about the Cowboys. Listen, we're a quarter of the way through the season. Just about every team has played – how many games so far, Robin? It's if there's 16 games in a season – and the league now, after tonight's game, Monday night game, which Mr. Monday night, of course, will reveal later on. After of they course. play tonight, we will have completed how many weeks in the National Football League, Robin? Four. Exactly. It's good math skill right there. And so we're four, four weeks. We're a quarter way through the season. You eat a quarter roll. You, you get one of those cheese... Wheels, uh-huh. really good cheese, and you have a quarter of it. You're happy. You're, you're partially satisfied. But that's not the whole ball of wax, the whole ball of cheese. You get a nice pie, and you have a quarter of a you, – you, you cut it into four equal slices, which are pretty big-ass slices on a pie, but that's the way I like my pie. You eat that first slice, the quarter of the pie. Uh-huh. Are you completely satisfied? Is it a completed process? Well, for me, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking pie. I forgot the pie analogy. <laughs> We're four games into a 16-game season, and you know what's been decided? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing, whether you're 4-0 and like the Patriots, whether you're 4-0 and like only a couple of teams are, like the Kansas City Chiefs, whether you're 4-0 and like the New England Patriots, where they play like crap in Buffalo, but luckily... Tom Brady didn't have to play well because his defense bailed him out again. And because Josh Allen, as good as he is, as I said on my picks, even though I covered with the Buffalo Bills in the seven points, that this guy can't play a clean game. He's exciting. He's big. He's strong. He got knocked out of the game. And luckily for you Patriot fans, the fact that he got knocked out of the game is the only reason that you won the game. If he's in there, as, as bad as he was playing and as many turnovers as the guy has and as many sacks as he takes, he had, the, he, had the, he had the New England Patriots on the ropes. And they couldn't win because the Patriots find a way to win, and I even said that. They will find a way to win the close games. But Tom Brady couldn't play any worse than he did yesterday, showing that this is how bad the AFC is. Is the Patriots don't even have to play a decent game to win on the road. Now, Buffalo's really been their only legitimate opposition so far. 
And that's not their fault. They play who's on the schedule. But give Buffalo credit, but give them an L because they simply can't find a way yet to go over that hump, which is finding a way not to piss away a game when you have a chance to win it. And the Bills are a young team, and they got a young quarterback, and he makes too many mistakes. That's it. And then how about the Rams? Another team that, oh, my God, Jared Goff. Man, he's the best player in foot. He's the best quarterback. And what happened? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers go out to L.A. and pants them, much like most porn stars do when they go out to L.A. They pants everything in the building. That was a biblical, biblical beatdown on a supposedly great defense by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who three weeks ago, people in Tampa were saying, get rid of that quarterback. He stinks. Jameis Winston stinks. What's he doing in the league? It's time for them to move on. He lit them up yesterday. Again, the point is, you go crazy one week when your team looks like crap, and then when they come back and win a game, you go the other way. There's no middle ground in sports. You're either completely pissed off or you're angry that your team didn't cover the point spread or your fantasy players didn't win. I bet you there were a lot of fans out there who didn't care about the Cowboys-Saints game. They were pissed off that Ezekiel Elliott didn't get fed the ball enough. He wasn't eating. He only had an appetizer last night. 36 yards. That's what people get pissed off about. About Zeke, he only had 36 yards. You know what he did to my fantasy team? Jesus Christ, what am I going to do now? (laughs) Damn. Yes, Jameis Winston was putting the fingers, the W in there. He was sucking that W in his fingers. Remember when he did that, Robin? And I don't actually. I didn't even think you would. By the way, people are going crazy today with your masks. I didn't even see the masks. They are. This going... isn't on here. Oh, let me fix that. Do I have a Ezekiel Elliott mask? <laughs> Did you turn the walk-up songs on, Robin? Because I'm not hearing any right now. And for the first time in our relationship, at least our most recent relationship, the most loyal supporter of this podcast on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, is AJ in San Antonio, Texas. Is he not, Robin? Oh, absolutely. He's number one. He's the biggest supporter. I mean, we have a lot of great fans, and I know people that I, I have a lot of followers and fans that have been following me forever. But AJ in San Antonio has been sending us stuff and equipment. He's just a great, great human being, but he's a Cowboy fan. So that feud uh, bubbled up last night because I posted as soon as the game went final. How about them dot, dot, dot Saints? And he immediately became triggered. And it happens easily on Twitter. So we've been having fun back and forth. <laughs> All good-natured, I think. I'm, I'm having good-natured fun. To me, do I think the Cowboys are still good? Absolutely, they're good. But they went into New Orleans and finally played a legitimate team with a backup quarterback. And give the Saints credit. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater wasn't exactly spectacular last night, but their defense found a way to shut down their running game. And just like you saw with other teams, the Eagles, when they couldn't run the football in the first couple of weeks, what happens? The quarterback is then pressured to have to make plays. And even when the quarterback makes plays and guys drop balls, the quarterback takes the blame. And a lot of people are blaming Dak Prescott. It wasn't Dak Prescott's fault that the Cowboys didn't win. He didn't. I mean, he, he has to step up there. And he didn't because he didn't have a running game. And he had guys fumbling the football. And he had guys turning it over. That's how it works. So for the people who want to rip Dak Prescott, and there have been some funny – even Cowboy fans are posting memes about – 
That sound you heard last night was Jerry Jones pissing on the $35 million a year contract proposal that Dak Prescott thought he was going to get from the Cowboys. Because remember, he wants a new contract. And so every week that he goes out there, he's pretty much it's, – it's like he's like the stock market right now. Jerry Jones is the guy running Wall Street. And Jerry Jones is sitting there watching his quarterback, who he wants to pay and wants to get paid, but he's watching his stock go up and down every week. Right. And last night his stock went down a little bit. <laughs> he's not getting $35 million now. Does that – First of all, no quarterback should get $35 million. I don't care how rich the owner is, and there is a cap, so it's not like he can outspend everybody else, which is what the great teams like the Cowboys did back in the, in the 80s and 90s and the San Francisco 49ers. They kept their great players. That's why they won all those Super Bowls, because guys didn't have to leave because you couldn't afford to pay them. You paid your best players, and they stayed. You can't do that anymore. Now you've got to have a sharp front office. You've got to make sure you get the good free agents. You've got to draft well. We know the rest of the story. But anyway, talk about wasting money. Has anybody wasted more money than the Minnesota Vikings on their quarterback? That's one thing I think we could all agree on. Washington Redskins fans are absolutely besides themselves of how bad they suck. But one thing's for sure. The Washington Redskins, as my buddy Andrew Siciliano posted last night on Twitter at the NFL Network, Uh at least the Redskins made one good move. They didn't pay... Kirk Cousins gazillion dollars to stick around and be their quarterback because obviously he has not lived up to the hype with your Minnesota Vikings. So anyway, there's a lot of people who are all mad at their own teams. They're mad at other teams. That My team's better than your team. Your team sucks. My team sucks. You got dirty players on your team. There should have been a penalty there. You know, the big talk is whistleblowers. You know who the worst whistleblowers are right now, Robin? They're not in Washington, D.C. They're the NFL officials. Those whistleblowers have really, really, really been messing up the whole flow of the National Football League. It doesn't matter what team you like, what team you don't like. I think we can all agree that the whistleblowers in the National Football League are the worst whistleblowers out there right now. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know which crew is going to do what. You don't know when a... I mean, all you know is you're watching games like we all were yesterday, those of us who follow the NFL, and then you every damn play there's a flag. Every play, it seems. It's ridiculous. The Fed has just downgraded. Yeah, thank you, uh, El Bajito 43. Jerome Powell, who's the head of the Fed, has just uh, said uh, he just lowered Dak Prescott's rates by about uh, 5% today. So is it buy, 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 or sell, sell, sell? Whatever it is, it's week four is in the books until Mr. Monday Night releases the Stone Cold Monday Night Lock. And you know where that's going to happen, Robin, the Stone Cold Lock? They are going to be on my, no, thepropsnetwork.com. That's going to be a little later on. They're marinating now. It's still oh, marinating. marinating. Coming off a nice weekend, 3-1 and one on Sunday, I gave you the Tennessee Titans. I gave you the Oakland Raiders with the points on the road. I gave you the Buffalo Bills with seven points. Lily, and I gave you the Chiefs, but they didn't cover the six and a half. So three and one on Sunday. Thursday night, I gave you the guaranteed Eagles lock. So how many underdogs was that that I gave you over this past weekend in the last five picks, Robin? It's almost, it's almost scary, the irony here. 
damn right. Four underdog road dogs, outright winners. Woo. How about that? Is Lily still bothering? She's walking on the computers. She's active right now. She's more active than, than Ezekiel Elliott was last night during the game. <laughs> no, that wasn't Riddle. That was Lily. Riddle just sits down and chills out. Lily has been really, really needy lately. Like most bitches, so to speak. (laughs) She's as needy as an ex-wife looking for another free payday. She is just... And And she's fixed, so she's not in heat or anything. No, but when she wants attention, she wants it now. Yeah, she does. She's like most women. And and if you want to give her attention and she doesn't want it, then it's... It is. It's very much like. But no, a she's bitch. not. What she does is she just crawls all all over everything. Yeah, no, no, because she's she's like. You she's need... like pet me now, rub me now, touch me now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's. Let me get to the rest of it because we got a lot of breaking news that happened this morning, not just the weekend's football stuff, but you got the big news this morning. Raiders linebacker Vontez Perfect has been suspended for the rest of the season for that hit on Jack Doyle yesterday, the tight end for Indianapolis. Here's the, listen, we know he's got a bad M.O. I mean, I know he's the captain of the Raiders and he's trying to get his act together. I know he's not a guy who's violent off the field. He takes his violence onto the field. And unfortunately, Vontez Perfect has a, has a track record of doing stupid shit. This isn't the first time. This isn't the second time. This isn't the third. This is the 13th suspension or fine he's gotten. Seven seasons in Cincinnati. He got, he got suspended or fined 13 different times. And so John Runyon, our good buddy John Runyon, the former Eagle offensive lineman, the former congressman from New Jersey, is now the vice president of football operations for the NFL. And he's the guy who sent Vontez Perfect the letter this morning saying, bruh, repeated violations of unnecessary roughness. Under all of our rules, and he listed off the rules, Section 12, Article 6. No, that's the Constitution. Nobody knows anything about that. But they can recite the NFL Players Association rules. And Vontez Perfect, suspended now without pay for the rest of the season. Now, we all saw the blow yesterday. Here's the worst part of it. Not only did he put his head down into the guy, but then as he's ejected from the game, did you see what he did? No. He's running off the field in Indianapolis, and he's blowing kisses to the fans after he just knocks a guy out on the field with his helmet. Wow. Is that any kind of remorse? No. You're getting thrown out of a game, and I guarantee you when they looked at the tape and they saw that, that doesn't help you when you've got a rap sheet longer than a CVS receipt. When your rap sheet is longer than when you buy just one tube of shampoo at CVS, You're not going to get any slack thrown your way when you're running off the field into the tunnel after being ejected from the game, blowing kisses to the fans who are booing your ass. How stupid is that? What an ass. How stupid is that? That's like being caught red-handed in cold-blooded murder, and then as you're running away with the murder weapon, you're waving to the cops. I mean, how stupid is this guy? It's smiling. Running out, play the video, Robin. Find it. I mean, I I was watching it live on NFL Red Zone, of course. 
And then they show him running off the field blowing kisses, and he expects to get cut slack. Now, he can appeal this. He's got three business days to appeal, and we'll see whether they put him back on the field. Raiders apologists are saying, listen, I love the Raiders. I picked them yesterday. But Raider fans and Raider media people, now, this is, this, you can't suspend him for a season. So what if he was blowing kisses to the fans after he put his helmet into Jack Doyle, the tight end for the Indianapolis Colts? Come on, man. He's saying, you know, he has a right. He can appeal it, and I'm sure he will. But he doesn't get a lot of, uh, he doesn't get a lot of benefit of the doubt here. Not with his track. I have the hit. I'm not sure if they they show the um, ejection on this particular video. Well, you'll see it, and he's running off the field. But let me... Just look it up. You'll see it, Robin. And again, I'm not trying to play judge, jury, and executioner, even though that's what we do here on talk radio. Tony, I have the play here, so let's... Let's go to the play. Uh, Why is there no sound? I don't know, Robin. I don't know. Maybe there's no sound. I don't know. Anyway, we've seen it a million times. I've seen it a million times. The NFL has seen it a million times. Here it is. Here he comes in. Jack Doyle's down, basically sitting on his butt. And then there he is running off the field. Now watch what he does here. Now look, blowing kisses. What an ass. Blowing kisses. And then you expect the league to cut you some slack? Come on, man. That would be like Robin laughing at me when I give her one of these. What an ass. <laughs> Robin, I played it. Did you turn my machine off? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Already work. Only th- this new this machine is, that you've been touting. This is not moi. Well, who's doing it then? I don't know. Who's doing it? Tony, You can if I've given you complete control, I have not touched your board. I want complete control like general managers you in the NFL. You cannot blame me for your own actions now. Ha! It's playing. but So there's something wrong here, Robin, and it's not me. Me be the first to tell you right now. Did you accidentally touch some mute button or something? Uh Uh-huh. No, I didn't. mm -hmm. There's the pause. It's out of the pause. It's now it's not doing anything. A brand new used machine already failing in the first half hour. Dancing. He likes good hair. Oops. And he likes the ball. What the hell is that? That was I was seeing if there was anything muted on my board, but there's not. Damn it, Robin. I don't know why you had to go out and buy another piece of equipment. Tony, I'm telling you, you probably... I didn't touch anything, Robin. I will have to go... I played it. How many drops have I played already on this show? Did I touch anything? Now, Lily came over here and and touched it. I don't know what she did. I don't know if she did anything. I don't buy used equipment. The only thing I buy used is women. Because I don't want any of that... uh, That other stuff. Fresh off the... Fresh off the boat. Fresh off the uh, divorce. Actually, fresh off the board, the divorce is better. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dean, I love this portion of the show. This is, this is what separates this <laughs> show from the rest. <laughs> you mean yelling, yelling at other uh, members of the show? That's what separates it? I don't know. It's playing, but it's not coming out, Robin. I, I will check in a minute, Tony. But I'm not all pissed me. and frantic. Frantic? Jesus. <laughs> Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Trust me, we're not even close to getting to that part. Robin, are you playing around with the sound? Yeah, no, I was just checking to see if there was anything else that I could have done differently, but there's not, so I know it's not me. So so who is it then, Robin? Who is it? 
Is it me? I had the volume all the way up. Lexi's dad. What up, Bruno's and Miss Robin? On Amtrak, enjoying the godfather of sports talk radio. Even Amtrak's Wi-Fi is going better than this show. And their Wi-Fi sucks. Especially when you're going to New York and, the up, and you know, when you go into the, the swamplands up there in North Jersey. Thank you. Are you on the Acela or are you going uh, the low-rent Amtrak? The Acela is a ripoff, actually, to be honest with you, Robin. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, all you do is you, you pay like $100 to go from Philly to New York one way, and you get to sit in a train, which is basically the same car, except it only stops at Metro Park and Newark and then goes right. to New York. It's like 10 minutes faster to get to New York than the other train. And listen, I love Amtrak. It's great. We used to do it every Friday. We'd jump on Amtrak and go up to New York and then come back. Beats the Bolt bus, unless you're a broke-ass person, and you need to take the Mega bus and the Bolt bus for $10. By what the do way, I get for I, $10? I want to welcome everybody that has been joining us from uh, that, that has heard about the show from uh, TwitchCon in San Diego. TwitchCon. TwitchCon, did people dress up like weirdos go out to TwitchCon? Oh, I'm sure they there was a uh, cosplay. Did Don Collins dress up like a cosplayer? Who did he, he dress up he as? Tre- he dressed up as a um, program director. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird enough. Which is interesting because uh, Ezekiel Elliott dressed up like a running back last night in New Orleans. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> but uh, Don Collins was down there, and there were tons of people. Actually, we got a really – you got a fantastic um, text message <laughs> – from, from Mark Teixeira? No, I have to play it for you. It is actually from a... A fan? A fan. Hold on Speaking a of fan, can you turn the air on, Rob? It's a, little, it's a little hot down here, even though it's supposed to, it's supposed to be 93 degrees on Wednesday here in the greater Philadelphia area, which would be a new record, which means climate change or global warming or polar ice caps are imminent. It means one of many, many things. All I know is it means... Robin will have the white clam diggers on again. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Yeehaw. Did they win again after the Cowboys lost? Were the Cowboys eliminated from playoff contention last night? I want to know. Here it is. <laughs> is AJ in San Antonio? <laughs> is he mad at me now? I don't see him on the, uh, on the tech stream. Sometimes he has to work during the day, you know. What do you mean work? It's your obligation to listen to this show. I mean, what else could you be doing? Protesting somewhere? Going outside and making a fucks? Okay, so, Tony, this is... The, the, the quality was sent over uh, Don's phone, so it's a little bit grainy, but this is from one of the vendors at TwitchCon. I can't quite tell... Vendor? Yeah. What was he selling? Was he selling Tony Bruno shirts? Was he selling anything no, with my but, likeness on it? But listen to this, and hopefully he's listening right now. I have no idea. Um, but listen to this from one of the vendors that is at TwitchCon right now. Uh, volume. Why is not volume going on? I don't know, Robin. Whatever you did in here. Now, Robin, by the way, I want to give her major love. While I was watching football all day, laying in bed in my underwear, Robin was down here putting up all the new wine boxes, staining them, installing them, installing the TV now in an actual hanger on the wall. I mean, look at all the new boxes. How many boxes up here? A million boxes. All the great wine boxes from the great Ed Nasta have all been stained. Now we have more room for tchotchkes. 
Yes, I will show. Oh, Not Joni, Chachkis. Here we go. Didn't Joni love Chachkis? Yes. Hi, Tony. Yeah. Eric with Gamerstown. So I'm from Jersey. Used to love you with Maze in the morning. What was it, like 10 to 2 or 11 to 3 or whatever on 97.5? Me and my boys talk about you guys all the time. Uh, yeah, I remember you in Madden. That was legit. Anything you could do, if you could send me a photo, you know, holding my product, it would just mean the most to me and hit, you know, hit me in a special place. I love you, buddy. Happy to see you doing well, and you know, fuck Mikey Man. Oh, <laughs> a cheap shot at the end. Yes, I indeed. didn't even hear that. Yes. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. That's uh, going on at TwitchCon. And that's in San Diego, that's right? In San Diego. Why is every con in San Diego? And I think I. And Although I, it's a great place to have conventions. By the way, that's what con means. It doesn't mean conning people out of money. No. We allow, we allow people in so Washington to we're, do that. So we'll be excited to hear from him more in the future, uh, possible future sponsor. But I, I couldn't hear what, what the company's name was, and it's, it looks it's like... some it's sort a, of a gaming site. Yeah. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, everything... Is gaming. Is, is Not gaming. Down, but it's going to have to do with... I thought sports. gaming for food, by the way, speaking of gaming, on our Twitch stream says, I thought all the cons were on the Miami Hurricanes. <clears throat> and people wanted to see the... Um, <laughs> The boxes that I made. <laughs> Hold on. Voila. Whoops. I know TwitchCon ended yesterday. That's why we're talking about it. And by the way, the weather's crazy all over the country. It's going to be warm here. It's only going to be in the 70s today. But then over the weekend, so I, I mean, just... Wednesday's going to be nice. You know, over the weekend in Montana, they got like two feet of snow. Did I you know. see that? Crazy. Lily, Dude. let go. Lily's still on your lap? Yes. She's... I was getting really hot, too. Jeez. <laughs> Um, oh, it's GG Gamer Supplements. Ah. GG Gamer Supplements. GG Gamer Supplements. What supplements do gamers take? Like vitamin type things? Or I don't know. I don't know, but we'll Wait be... a minute. Now, if you're playing on that, uh, you're playing, you know, you go to all these gamer conventions. You're playing Madden. You're playing whatever kind of gamer you are. You know, they're building all these gamer stadiums all over one here in South Philly. There's going to be it's a, huge. Yeah, 50,000, 60,000 seats or something. I forget. It's no, like, it's not that big. No. How, why would they build a 50,000 seat well, indoor use, stadium? Well, they're using it for stuff. No, they already them. have multiple 50,000 seat arenas. Okay, well, well however, it's going to be. You don't need 50,000 seats 20, for guys sitting at consoles with 20 other people it's standing around. It's not just yeah. for that. There's gonna, it's going to be a concert venue as well. They already have the Wells Fargo Center, Robin. Yes, but they don't It's need... not going to be nowhere near as big. Please. Okay, I have to find out. I'm telling you so right you, now. Here are the boxes. Behind you, see? Brand new. TV's been mounted on the wall. Yes. It's a good job. That's what I did this weekend. Robin was in there hammering, and I kept yelling upstairs as I'm watching the game, stop the damn hammering. I wish I could play it, but I can't because some, for some reason, our new and improved machine is busted. Absolutely ridiculous. I got all the volumes up. I asked you what these buttons did. I pushed them. You said they didn't matter. And so I don't know what's going on. You see anything wrong here, Robin? You see anything wrong? You hear anything wrong? See, it's playing. It's playing, Robin. It's playing. I got a lot to get to also. I want to get to this NCAA made-for-television announcement that happened uh, 
See, now it's playing, but not through the, uh, through the head. Oh, there it is. See, it was Lily. So it wasn't me. It was a damn cat. Because Lily walked up here. Remember when I yelled at her? And she touched the machine. And these, uh, are these RCA plugs that are in here, they're called? They're quarter-inchers. Those are quarter-inchers. Anybody into the audio world, you don't have to be an audio geek. But you know the plugs you that go in. You can turn it off now. I like that music. I'm doing NFL talk anyway. It's called process of elimination, Tony. Yes, it is. Damn cats. Not cats delicatessen. That's good. And by the way, to all of our Jewish friends out there, Shana Tova, to Gabe Kapler, Bafanab. And I asked yesterday as the baseball season came to an end for most of the teams, including your Philadelphia Phillies, is it kosher to fire a Jewish manager before sundown on the first night of Rosh Hashanah? And I have a lot of Jewish friends. I used to have an official <clears throat> rabbi of this show out in Los Angeles. Andrew yes, Siciliano, yes, yes. I, had an official rabbi of our show. So we embrace everyone, all, all religions, races, colors, creeds, ethnicities, even cowboy fans. The autumn wind. Let me play a little bit of that. Down. This is another good one. I don't know if the rabbi Silva working and practicing, so to speak. He was out in Santa Monica. No, he wasn't that old. I remember. No, and it doesn't mean he's old. Rabbi, there's, he was a young dude, but that doesn't yeah. mean you're a rabbi. It's not like you're a Supreme Court justice and you're a Supreme Court justice well, for I think, life. I think, uh, you know, unless he's left the. I think you're always a rabbi. It's very rare. Well, you're not always a priest. I've learned that the hard <laughs> way. <laughs> very, very true, Tony. <laughs> The autumn wind is not the New England Patriots steamrolling through the NFL. Play somebody, Dean. Play somebody. Same thing I'll say to Cowboy fans. Everybody was excited. Oh, the Cowboys, man. <clears throat> Cowboys beat the New York Giants on the last game of, of Eli Manning's career, and they beat him 35-17 to at home. The Giants stink on ice, and now they got a quarterback who's played two good games. And they get a win, a couple of wins, even though he didn't really play great yesterday. And they don't even have – listen, the Giants, I think, are in good shape. I think Daniel Jones is good. I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame like the same New York media that ripped this guy to shreds when he was drafted. They beat the 0-4 Redskins, 31-21. to And they beat the worst team in football, the Miami Dolphins, 31-6. to And you want me to say, oh, my God, the Cowboys, they're legit. <clears throat> And then they finally go and play a real team in New Orleans and can't even, and, and they don't even need a touchdown to beat you. The stinking Saints didn't even need to score a touchdown with a backup quarterback. Tony, I have a rabbi update. What's his name, rabbi? His, I believe his name is Howard Tillman. Is no, that, right? that was not it. No? No, he, because... works with, uh, he works with Tim Brando. Oh, no, that's Spencer Tillman. On the Fox See, because guess, college it, football game. I just, I, I, what I did is I did a Google search for no, Tony I think his Bruno name is like Eisner. Get the, in, in Rabbi Tillman's uh, congregation, Beth Israel in Los Angeles, in his bio, it says, prior to the rabbinate, rabbinate? 
I guess, don't know. Rabin, I don't know. Rabinate? Rabinate? Rabbi Tillman. You're asking me. I'm not Jewish. Ah, well, you seem to know a lot about it. I'm just pretty kosher. Rabbi, I mean, you know, I'm not ra- halal, but I'm... Uh, Rabbi Tillman graduated from Northwestern University with a Bachelor's of Arts in Communication and spent three years working as a producer for Sporting News Radio alongside the likes of Troy Aikman, Tony Bruno, and Tim Brando. No, but he wasn't inside the studio. Our rabbi... A passionate sports fan his whole life, he appeared on and won an episode of Sports Jeopardy in August 2016. So you worked with a rabbi. Yes, but he wasn't the official rabbi of the Tony Bruno show. He worked at... Five, I, to be honest, I'm, gonna, I'm coming clean here. I'm atoning. I, I did not meet this rabbi. Maybe I did, but he, the guy that we used to call uh-huh, actually he, was, was... I think it was the same... The same place. What was the name of the congregation? Beth Israel, Beth right? Beth Israel. Is that in Santa Monica? Um, I believe it is. Let's see. About us. I'm going to have to play some Jewish music. Do we have any Jewish music today? For What's the Rosh Hashanah song? <laughs> the Oh, no. This is Congregation Beth Israel in New Jersey. See, that's not the same guy. I told no. you. I believe our, our rabbi... His name was Eisner. His last name was Eisner. Not the D- Disney head Eisner, Michael Eisner. I believe the rabbi's last name was Eisner. But we should call this guy. He could be the new, he could like be joining the show again as the official Tony Bruno rabbi since he already worked for you at one point. Now, when people ask me how many Jewish women have I dated, come on, man. Are you serious right now? There's no Rosh Hashanah music, by the way, as I do a search on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that there's something called Israeli music. Is not Israeli gears. Oh no, that was Disraeli gears. Come on, Robin, that was a pretty good uh, line right there. Give me one of those. There's there's a uh, there's a song list called Israeli hits 2019. Does that would that count? Remember this song? Desmond Decker, the Israelites. You don't remember the Israelites song? Yeah. Get up in the morning, saving for Ressa, so that every mouth can be fed. The Israelites. You don't remember this song, Robin? No, but I like it. It was a big hit. Darling, she said I was here to receive. Nice reggae beat. The Israelites. Shut them a tear up, choses ago. I don't want to end up like Bonnie and Clyde. This is from the album. Now that's what I call Israel Hits Volume 3. Now, of course, we we would the rabbi Matas Yahu. We could probably play anything by him, and then that would be good uh, Rosh Hashanah music. Or, well, what is it? Is it? It's not Rosh Hashanah. Yes, it is yeah, Rosh, Rosh Hashanah. Hashanah. And then you got you got it leads up to Yom Kippur, which is a okay. real religious. That's where they blow the chauffeurs. And you know, I've been saying my whole life, Robin, <laughs> they real those Jews really take care of the help. <laughs> Okay. Trevor from the 203. Yes. I'm getting all my holidays mixed up. Would a kiss song count since Gene Simmons is Jewish? 
What about these cellulites? No, they're, they're appearing later on today, on Wednesday, when they bring out the shorts again. All the women in Jersey will bring out their jorts because it's 93 degrees on a Wednesday in October. Jesus. Matsyahu, that's the guy. Matisyahu. Matisyahu. Not Shanana, although I think they're Jewish too. But anyway. <laughs> Here's a little Matisyahu. Is that kosher? Absolutely. Oh, I just want to make sure. Is it very dry, though, like matzah? No, no, no. Even when I just say the word Sometimes matzah, I have to drink water. My son was really into Matzah Yahoo for a while. Isn't he? Jetro Podcast says it was he's Pennsylvania born and raised. I did not know that. That's bad knowledge, Robin. good stuff. Isn't it? I'd say it's good shit, but I mean, I don't want to be disrespectful to any religions today. You know what? Out of, <laughs> out of all religions, I have found Judaism to be the most open about other people making fun of them, of making fun of themselves, of being open to all sorts of different things. They're beautiful people. Yes, they are. I love Jews. Some of my best friends are Jews. <laughs> okay. Robin, Robin is a crypto Jew? Well, I have been on the outskirts of Judaism for most of my life with people surrounding me. So I've... I've very, came very close to uh, losing my virginity to a Jew. Dude. Didn't happen, though. Okay. Uh, Matis Yahoo was born Matthew Paul Miller. In Westchester? Um, he was born, where was he born? Yep, Westchester, Pennsylvania. See, Robin, you think our listeners are dumb? No. Another Philadelphia area connection. It's almost impossible not to find some sort of Philly area connection in anybody that's anybody. Maybe on the on the face of the globe. It's unbelievable, Robin. Jake Tapper's from Philly, although I've uh, denounced or renounced him. Jake Tapper over at CNN. He's a Philly guy, but I've renounced Jake Tapper. You have? Nah, every once in a while. He's all right. I just bust his chops on Twitter one time. <laughs> You you never ever do that, Tony. You yes, never I do. Bust. I always go back and forth. You with never Jake. bust people's chops, Tony. Yes, I do. It's, it's not it's your style to rip. It's though. all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. Jews plus Robin equal no bueno. What? No, Why? we're not. We're not going to be turning water into wine later. That's Easter. Come on, man. What's the matter with you? Or that's right. That's during Lent, I think. I got it all confused. Jake's a good guy. I'm not ripping Jake Tapper. He's a Philly guy. There's a lot of Philly guys all over the media. Jeepers. Tapper. Anyway, let's get back to the business, Robin. All right. Because we've got big college football news. Well, college sports news. And again, I like this idea of what they're doing in California. What I don't like, and I hate to sound like uh, a skeptic. So picture this. 
You're the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Right. Right? You got the good look, good looking guy, pretty hair. He looks good. He's got gray hair. Yeah, but he's got it slicked back. He's got like a he's like a Pat Riley of governors. Yes. He's got the Pat yes, Riley greasy back in the eighties hairdo. Slick back. Sort of like a You know what he looks like also? He looks like in the movie American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Has he looks same? like the kind of guy when he's banging a chick from behind, he's looking in the mirror and doing this with the hand <laughs> over his head, and he's looking at himself in the mirror, and he's pointing to the mirror. That's what Gavin yes. Newsom looks like, right? Yes. Doesn't he look like American Psycho? He does, actually, now that you mention it. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> Patrick I'm Bateman. At, I'm looking at him in a whole different light. <laughs> can you imagine him? Just go back to the scene. Uh, unfortunately, He's got the two chicks in yes. the bed. I unfortunately yeah. can imagine it now. I had never put that in my head. <laughs> so I have I have his picture up, which is the Oh, we have it up on the wall. This it, is the video. Okay. So let me let me repeat. This is a big story. This and you know, Vontez Perfect. You know, the NFL, what happened yesterday. But that's there's a lot of breaking news from today. Burfick was a big story this morning when they decided to uh, suspend him for the rest of the season without pay, and he's going to be able to uh, appeal it. I told you the reason why it, it bothered me, not because of the hit, but because of what the way he left the field, throwing kisses. Yeah, no. that's just. I guarantee you when John Runyon watched this and the other NFL guys in charge said, come on, man. Yeah. You want us to cut you a break? After you pull that crap, anyway, that, I mean, that's the thing that really. Because listen, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying the guy should be suspended for the year. I don't make those decisions. But when I see a guy not remorseful, show yeah. remorse. Did he look like he was remorseful? No, no. You should feel. I mean, even if it was an accident, you should feel bad that you potentially really, 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 really hurt somebody. Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. Do I think he's trying to hurt people? No. I just think that he knows that on the field, on the football field, and there's a lot of people who want the game to be more physical and they're playing in skirts and it should be tagged to, you know, flag football. These guys are out there hitting each other. And the helmet rule is a great rule. Yeah. You know, I mean, in the, in the New England Patriot game, you know, Josh Allen got knocked out of that game because Jonathan Jones put his helmet down. Do I think Jonathan Jones was trying to hurt Josh Allen? No. But he did. He gave him a concussion. He knocked him out of the game. Yeah. And luckily for the Patriots, they knocked him out of the game. And he wasn't able to come back and even give them a chance to win. Because Matt Barkley couldn't even lead him into field goal range. The Stig 42-42 wait. Was that the whole thing about the governor? No, no, no. no, no. Here's the story. So no, let wait, me give wait, you wait. the story. I have to tell something to the Stig 42-42. Have you never listened to Tony Bruno? This is how he does stories. He brings it up. He goes off on a little tangent. He circles back around. He talks some more. He bring, and then he goes off on a little tangent, and he circles around. But he will always oh, finish the story. Yeah. Because I want Robin to put the bit. I give her a chance to bring up the bit. We don't have 50,000 people in studios and writers on the show. It's just the two of us. We can make just it if we try. Just the two of just us. Just the two of us. And then sometimes Luigi comes in here, yeah. and he cries about his fantasy picks. But he does that every Tuesday anyway on Funk and Fantasy which you can watch on this show, on this channel, every Tuesday night. But By the way, oh, just really yeah. quick, because it's happening right now. Yes. AJ in San Antonio, we already mentioned him before. He is at the top. I need to actually find out. There is a way for me to find out how many 
subscriptions he has gifted, but he is definitely top of the leaderboard on gifting subscriptions to other people. Which no, is, he's an American uh, he's, here. I, I he's, the, he's the best cowboy fan I've ever met. And if you did he's not, he's a good person. I had him in my house. <laughs> How many cowboy fans would you invite to sleep in your house? And go out and go take him to Reading Terminal Market. You allowed him to market. wear his cowboy's hat. Exactly. I know that was like huge. <laughs> so, but um, there. For those of you who do not know, if you want to support the show, you can also gift subscriptions. Um, AJ in San Antonio is not the only one that can do it. And you, by the way, you don't have to gift. You just get your own subscription. And if you have Amazon Prime, if you're new to the show, you get a subscription for free. Yep. For one month. Amazon Prime, you just go on there, you just say, hey, I don't know what you do. You just look on our page. First of all, you got to be on the Twitch app. You have, and you have to follow, which is free. And you Following follow Following is free. And you can always watch and follow for free no matter what. But if you want to participate more, if you want to have your blurp walk on sounds, if you want to have the Availability to all to, the to other the masks, things that we if do. You yes. wanna do. If you want to see the archived shows, then you have to have a subscription of one type or which another. Which is $4.99 a month. I'm not even a po- – these politicians are begging you for money. Oh, somebody's got him. Oh, is that it? Stevie V. Oh, he changed it. He changed his blurp walk-up music to a roaring round of applause. Wow. And AJ in San Antonio, he just said 60. He has gifted 60, six zero subscriptions. That's wow. amazing. Let me give him another roaring round of applause here. Dang. $4.99 a month. You can't even get a crappy beer at happy hour. <laughs> Swedish Chef. You can't even get a $5 foot long for four ninety nine. dollars Swedish Chef 2019. You get a subscription and you, <laughs> you get, get a subscription. subscription and, you and, get... and Oprah's in here. Or we could do what the San Francisco Giants did in their baseball of fan appreciation day. Did you see what they did? No, what did they, they do? They gave away an SUV at the ballpark, right? It was the final game, final, final game for the manager. And, of course, uh, a lot of players, maybe their last game as a San Francisco Giant. Uh-huh. So at the end, they announced, or I don't know if they did it pregame or after the game, a brand-new car. And guess who won the brand-new car? Who? A woman wearing a Dodger jersey out in San Francisco <laughs> in their ballpark. I hate to do it to the San Francisco Giants. I mean, at least they could say they didn't rig the contest. No, no, that's How do you sure. have a Dodger fan in your stadium winning a brand-new car on Fan Appreciation Day? I hate to give it to you. I hate to do this to my friends out there. Somebody didn't quite think this through. They should have said, you have to be a Giants fan to win. You you can't do that. Sure you can. No, you can't do that. They bought a ticket. But, I mean, and and just like our contest that Joe Krause does every single show that we do, like tonight at Landmark Americana, he always has great prizes. But what's the first thing he always says, Robin, when we do a giveaway, whether it's jerseys or tickets to games or trips to – to Green Bay. Must de- be present to win. So this person was present yeah. in the ball yard. It's not like the 50-50 drawing where anybody can throw money in the hat and then you could, you know, they pick your number. They don't, nobody knows who you are. Right. But when you bring somebody down on the field and announce, you just want a brand new car. Well, they could have said, must be wearing a Giants, something Giants to win. I mean, and... They're giving away gas-guzzling SUVs, as Clarky Bob says, in San Francisco. <laughs> They're destroying the planet. 
and the baseball franchise in San Francisco at the same time. Well, the only good thing, though, is that maybe she, when she won, she was only up there visiting, and she will have driven that SUV back down to L.A. While she, where she will have less of a chance of having her SUV broken into. Exactly. <laughs> Again, I, listen, that's the, to me, you can look at it two ways. You can say it was very fair. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. That's it. Can't say on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> Thank you, you. AJ, that, that was, was the it. Phillies yesterday, actually, in their big grand finale to finish the season. That was AJ's in San Antonio. At five hundred, ladies and gentlemen, or that was um, that was Mike Minter allowing one of his players to drop a foul ball so that he can get another chance to get his two hundredth strikeout, which is totally bogus. Sorry, Mike Minter. I know you had a great season. But when you're telling your players to drop a foul ball, which would have been the third out, so that you can get another chance to strike the Emmer effort out, that's bogus. That should not count. Just like Mark Gastineau's sack to set the record should not have counted because Brett Favre took the fall for him so he would get the sack record. Anytime there's – you want to talk about collusion. Anytime there's collusion to help somebody attain a record or a personal milestone, that should have an asterisk next to it. All right, I'm covering a lot of stuff here, Robin. Yes, and so we're going to circle back around to Gavin Newsom. Let's get back to Gavin Newsom. So here's what happens. Gavin Newsom has this bill that was sponsored by, obviously, somebody in the California legislature, because this is a statewide bill. This isn't, obviously, Congress. He's a governor of California. So what does he do? He doesn't go to the Capitol and sign it. He goes into LeBron James's fake barbershop the make-believe barbershop set that HBO puts together for him for his undefeated. Listen, I don't care what LeBron does, but you want to talk about orchestrated nonsense. So Gavin Newsom, all of a sudden, on a Monday morning, just happens to stroll in to LeBron James's fake barbershop, where LeBron James, who didn't even go to college, is sitting in his chair, and a bunch of other dudes are in there, not getting their hair cut, by the way. They're not even getting their punanis cleaned up. They're not even getting a ball washing, except by HBO. And there's Gavin Newsom, out of nowhere, sitting in the barbershop on HBO with camera crews rolling to shock the world and announce that he has a bill in his hand. And then whoever the host is is like, oh, how about if you sign that right now? And then remarkably, a magical pen appears in the barbershop on HBO on a Monday morning out in Sacramento, wherever the hell they taped this thing. And Gavin Newsom, all made up, looking like the American Psycho dude. Again, just imagine the scenes in an American Psycho, Rob. Put your hand behind your head. I mean, who hasn't done that? Seriously. If you have a mirror in your bedroom and you're doing that. Was in American Psycho, was it on the ceiling? Or was it on the... He had him everywhere. Oh, he did. But he always looked at him to make sure that he was looking good. I mean, the guy was caught, you know. When I was like that, I did the same thing. You know what I mean? So anyway, wait, there's a pen in the barbershop? <laughs> Swedish Chef 2019, was this decision 2.0? So this wasn't, this, this wasn't rigged or planned or anything. This oh, just, this no. just organic. Just it organically happened early on a Monday morning in California. Gavin Newsom said, let me go get a shave and a haircut for two bits. What are you going to get him? Jack shit. What are you going to feed him? Bullshit. What are you going to sign? A piece of legislation out of nowhere to declare that college athletes, by the way, starting in the year 2023, 
Okay, so it's not for another three and a half years. Which means this is going to go to court. The NC. Listen, I'm no NCAA honk. You know me. Nobody's ripped the NCAA, the most corrupt organization in all of sports, next to FIFA. So the you video- got FIFA. Well, let me put it in law. Top my Mount Rushmore of corrupt sports organizations. FIFA is number one. Obviously, the International Olympic Committee is right up there, number right, two. Right, We knew that. I got to put the NCAA at number three on my Mount Rushmore of corrupt organizations pretending to be about sports. I need a good fourth one, though. A Mount Rushmore. I gave you the three. Uh-huh. International Olympic Committee, the IOC, FIFA, NCAA. I you need a fourth one up there. You don't think the NBA should be on there? No, they're not a fraudulent organization. They got a lot of dumb rules, but all leagues do. The NFL's got stupid rules, baseball, hockey. Well, so, but, but I know that corrupt. you've been ripping you've been ripping the NBA because you love the game. But they're you not just corrupt. Don't like the, organization. the NBA's not corrupt. Not like these international not like the NCAA. The NCAA is a Ponzi scheme. Now, They're Don, a Ponzi scheme. Don Juan 0720, he mentioned ACLU, but that's not a that's a, not a sports organization. No, they're just it used to be for American civil liberties. Now they're just a partisan hack club group of lawyers who depend on private contributions to go out and do the right thing, which they don't seem to do anymore. I remember when the American Civil Liberties Union actually was about people's civil liberties. Now it's just another stupid. <sighs> How about uh, UEFA? That's another soccer thing. Again, I'm talking about sports. Don't give me any, you know, I'm not talking about organizations, private organizations, or hey, don't give me NRA, NC, NAACP. I'm talking about sports here. This is a sports show. We'll do other Mount Rushmore's of corrupt organizations pretending to be what they're not. I gave you FIFA, IOC, NCAA. Those are my top three. So anyway... Let's go to Gavin Newsom again. Just happens to be in a barbershop with multiple cameras rolling with LeBron James and a bunch of other dudes sitting in barber chairs with no barber around. And then all of a sudden, Gavin Newsom says, Excuse me while I whip this out. I don't want to say this is checkmate, but this is a major problem for the NC2A. You obviously brought the well, bill here with you today. When you put pen to paper right now, What's this going to change and what's it going to do? It's going to initiate dozens of other states to introduce similar legislation. And it's going to change college sports for the better by having now the interests, finally, of the athletes on par with the interests of the institutions. Now we're rebalancing that power arrangement. All right, well, let's do it. You ready? Let's do it, man. All right. Totally unrehearsed. Now in California, man. Wait, this, this, is, this is the number one reason why we've created this platform. <laughs> to be able to have moments like this where we got the governor of California signing a bill to allow athletes in college. Okay, let me see what that thing look like. Y'all see that? We got, you see that right there? That's good. That's Gov's signature right there. Yeah. It's about damn time. Yeah. Now, how, other than the phony baloney uh, setup Again, that we just watched. I, I'm, I'm, in, How favor, do you feel- I'm in favor of okay. something. First of all, let me explain this, Bill. It's very convoluted. You know, there, and I'm looking at all the different sides of this story. The NCAA obviously wants to fight it because they're corrupt. They don't want their... Per- but, the, but here's one thing about this. Let me explain what it entails. It's not that the teams, the schools are going to pay athletes. 
And I remember when Ed O'Bannon at UCLA sued because video games were using their likenesses, not just their likenesses, their names in video games of college players. And so Ed O'Bannon went and sued and won. Because if you're using someone's likeness or name, you should get paid for it. If you're in a, like I was in the Madden games, right? They used my voice, my name, my picture. I was paid for that. I probably would have done it for nothing. But since they called me and said, hey, we'll pay you to be in Madden, what am I going to say? No. So I did that. And here's the other thing. The schools aren't going to be responsible for paying these players. There's, there's caveats. For example, what they want is if a player goes to a school, whether it's football, any sport. Right. They're getting a scholarship anyway, right? Right. And many of these players, let's be honest, the superstar players are showing up, getting paid by agents. Because most of the one-and-done superstars, uh-huh. the ones whose names mean make a lot of money for them, they're already getting paid. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't get paid if somebody uses their license, their likeness. But here's the problem. Does California get a, a, a advantage by doing this or a disadvantage? Because it's not a national thing. And the NCAA has been threatening that if a school, if one state does this, then other schools in other states won't be allowed to play California teams because they will be, basically be violating the NCAA sanctions, the NCAA rules, which do not pr- allow players to take money right they're, now. Right. They're not allowed to take not just money, but anything. Exactly. And like, that's like, even and if you, wrong. Even if somebody bought them a dinner, that's not allowed. Exactly. But here's the problem. I think athletes should get some sort of stipends, and I do. Superstar athletes don't have to worry about anything. They don't even have to worry about going to class, Okay. If you're, if you're a LeBron who didn't go to college, God bless him, because he was a superstar when he was 12 years old. If you're Joe Schmo and you got a college scholarship to go play offensive line mm-hmm. or defensive line or you're a walk-on and you get a scholarship and you get your education paid for and you spend four years there mm-hmm. knowing that you might not, in most cases, even have a shot at playing at the professional level right. where the money and the glamour and the endorsement deals come. Mm-hmm. The star players get greased this before they even enter the schools. Right. They're getting free tuition, and that's pretty much what the quid pro quo is. Everybody wants to use that. What's the quid pro quo now? The NCAA, college football, is the minor league for the NFL. Right. right? The NFL doesn't have a minor league. So what do they do? College basketball, same thing, minor league for the NBA. So kids who want to get into the NBA or the NFL – they go play for big-time college programs, mm-hmm. right? And when they play at big-time college programs, they're recruited by multiple teams. And they get greased by certain teams to come to my school. Don't go to that school. And then it's all under the table, and the boosters play, pay for them. So the suggestion that you know star players are getting screwed because they're playing football for free, they're playing football as an audition to get paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Now, what we're talking about, though, is that some of the lesser players could somehow make money because even if they don't make it to the NFL, they could somehow have endorsements or whatever as well. Again, right? yes, but here's the problem. I, I get this, but here's the, what's, what's really crazy. This is going to be the real big problem. So if, the, if, a, to, if a school is a Nike school, right. say it's UCLA, I don't know whether they're Nike, Adidas, all schools have a contract with something with a sneaker company yes. or a jersey company right 
And so the school has a contract with Nike, but one of their star players, if this law, the law signed, but the rest of the country, they're, they're waiting three years. They're waiting four years, actually, till 19, till 2023 for this to go into effect because they want other states to start doing the same thing so that the other schools will be allowed to play the California schools without violating any of the additional rules in these 72-page contracts that these leagues have. Right. So you follow me so far? I'm following you so, so far. So now you got a stud athlete going to a big-time program, and he can't sign with Nike. So he's got to sign with another school because he can't sign. This is part of the bill. The bill says that an athlete cannot be a Nike person if the school's a Nike school, so he's got to go somewhere else and get a, sco- a shoe contract. Now, is that a big hindrance? No. no. Because athletes are going to get shoe contracts, whether right. it's Under Armour, Adidas, you name it. They're going to get it. I have no problem with that. They should. They should get their own thing. But what about schools like Penn State mm-hmm. and Michigan? They don't even put the players' names on the back of the jerseys, right. Right? right? right. There are schools that don't put the players' name on the back of the jersey. You don't know who they are. They're just numbers. So you got a, you got a big can of worms being opened. I'm looking at this objectively. I'm not taking the player side, and I'm certainly not taking the NCAA side. But the NCAA exists for one reason, to get athletes, alleged student athletes, to go to colleges so that they can basically be the employees who keep their programs together so that people can watch college football, pump money into the programs, get the boosters, and all the big money people to throw money at the schools for their athletic programs. By the way, while the crappy lesser sports, and when I call them crappy, the ones that have zero support, zero fans showing up to watch these kids play volleyball or synchronized swimming, those people all all have the same rules, and they should have the same rules. So if you're the greatest volleyball player at UCLA, Mm -hmm. you should have the right to make money because everybody knows who you are. Uh, Yeah. Exactly. But then there's the amateur versus professional argument in this thing, too, which has gone away a lot. Because before, if you were considered an amateur, then you were eligible, you were for, eligible for the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Now that's gone away because right. even though they're technically amateurs, they have all kinds of deals. Yeah. All of these athletes that go to the Olympics, they got shoe deals. They got, con- you know, they, got, uh, they got wardrobe deals. They can make millions of dollars. So the old adage of, well, you know, these kids, they got to go have uh, – bake sales to be able to get enough money to fly to the Olympics. Those are the marginal, not marginal, they're good enough to be there, but they're not big enough names to command that. It's all about who can command the money. Well, here's here's the thing that I agree with, is that just because they're getting a full-ride scholarship does not mean that they have any kind of money. If if they came from no money and they got a full-ride scholarship based upon their talent, does not mean that they have any type of spending money. That's the only thing is that they probably got their dorm and they have like a food. Uh, yes, t- food and voucher. that's understandable. And that's that's a, understandable. Right. But, but so remember, the big time players don't have to worry about any of this. I stuff. know, but They're what I'm cars. saying is, Reggie Bush got cars and homes for which his parents. Is crazy. But what I'm saying is, is that if I believe that they should be able because. Um, if you are in any kind of major curricular, extracurricular activity outside of school, which a football program is, you have no time to get an extra job. But, they, but I, I hear you, Robin, but that's not the people who are being screwed. The people, yeah, those, the people who are being screwed are the athletes who go there to get an education and happen to play sports at right. the same time. But the big-time superstar players who we now identify as early as age seven – when we see a seven-year-old with a viral video dribbling a basketball or making one-handed catches, that kid is already on multiple lists to go after. He's on a watch list 
Not on a bad watch list. He's on a good watch list because he's seven years old and can hit a driver 200 yards off a tee, which his parents and his trainers are showing him. God bless him. That's smart. Tiger Woods' dad did it. He went on TV shows Mm -hmm. and showed Tiger Woods at age five on the Mike Douglas show hitting a golf ball. That's great. But the meanwhile, the, the other problem is the rich will get richer on this. The rest of the kids, who's going to sign obscure offensive and defensive linemen to endorsement deals? Who's going to sign them? Seriously. How are they going to benefit from this other than it, getting a free education? I think that, it, that social media, though, has changed the game. Yes, obviously, they want a bigger name, but I think that there are ways for the lesser players to still be an influencer, a social media influencer. Yes, and I get that. And that's where they're going to have the benefits of being getting endorsement deals. But again, if, you're, if you are playing on a team and you're not a star player, you're not going to go on Instagram and get companies coming after you because you have lit pictures on there, unless they're nudes or semi-nudes or you know. got some hot Instagram I mean, I model think, all I over your that, face and shit. that nowadays, if, if you can be an influencer without having that instant... Am I an influencer, Robin? Yeah. I'm on social media. I don't get any business out of being on social media. I do it for my fans. I do it to, to mention where I'm going to be. You know, like tonight, if I post wherever I'm going to go, I post my pics for free. So I use my social media presence to promote the show and to have fun. But I don't have companies coming after me and saying, you know, like the, the big, the really super rich people who are already rich on Instagram. I know. They go on there like the Kardashians. They go on there and say, I got this new douche product, and it's the best <laughs> douche you've ever had. Your pussy will smell better than anything on earth, better than Honey Nut Cheerios, better than, better than uh, patchouli oil. On a Saturday night when you're in an opium den, it'll smell great. And you know what happens? Some douche company pays the Kardashians another $100 million to sell douche on Instagram. And then the douches on Instagram will say, here, take my money. Take all of my money for that douche product. I want my pussy smelling sweet as shit. Well, not not as shit. That doesn't smell sweet. I don't care how hot you are. (laughs) Your shit doesn't smell sweet anywhere. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> you following me so far? This is nobody else is breaking down this NCAA student athlete influencer angle like I am today. Are they, Robin? No. I can Definitely assure not. you. Definitely not. I can assure you. We can <laughs> rest assured. You ain't getting this shit anywhere else. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Metamucil. I promote Metamucil all the time because I take it so I can I can remain regular. Is Metamucil calling me and saying, "Hey, Tony, you know." We hear mentioning Metamucil all the time. What say we send you 700 cases so that you'll never have constipation again for the rest of your life? If, if you had somebody that was <laughs> taking clips of that and sending it to Metamucil, we might. But unfortunately, Miss Robin can only do so much. <laughs> this is the kind of in-depth analysis you're not getting with all those yelling heads on boxes on TV. You're not going to hear any of these so-called woke television heads breaking it down to these levels. I oh. guarantee you, Dan Patrick and the Danettes, all friends, they're not talking about selling douche products on, on Instagram, are they? Hell no. You're not getting this on the CBS Sports Network. You're not getting this on Sporting News Radio. 
No. Which doesn't exist. That's why you won't be getting it. You're not getting this on SB Nation. You're not getting this on Deadspin. You're not getting this on Barstool. You're not getting this on Busted Coverage, The Big Lead, or any of these other blogs. You're just not getting it. You're not even getting it from, from, from Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. You're not getting this from Shannon Sharp on Fox Sports 1 because they can't give you this kind of stuff. They just can't do it, Robin. You know why? We've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Exactly right. So there's your recap of what the NCAA is facing now. There you have it, folks. And Gavin Newsom's not rehearsed, totally organic, unplanned get-together with LeBron James on a Monday morning in a fictitious barbershop loaded with multiple camera angles. The only one they didn't have was the POV. Now, 42-42, did you see how he circled around? Came back? Came back? Did the entire story. There you have it. And analysis. Yes. Not just the typical bullshit. Hey, how about Governor Newsom? He just signed a new uh, <laughs> rule that got college kids are going to be able to buy and sell shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, play this for me, Robin. This is one of the – when I think of Gavin Newsom, when I see Gavin Newsom, this is what I think of. Can you play the uh, – bring the music up, please? Yep. Remember this song, Robin. Let me hear. I got it up, so to speak. Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> Remember when he would go into the bathroom? Yeah. Get all dolled up and look in the mirror. Yes. You know, he loved Genesis, remember? He had all of these ridiculously crazy lines about, you know, Genesis, the essence of Emerald, or whatever the hell he used to say in that movie. (laughs) It's funny because I didn't see the movie when it first came out. I only saw it with you and, um, and Luigi when he went... For Halloween one year, he dressed up as American Psycho. Had the whole raincoat, blood splatter. Forget what else he had on him. You gotta watch. The, the best part of that movie is not just that the guy was a psycho. Not that he looked like Gavin Newsom, or Gavin Newsom wants to look like him now. Is the is the deep thinking about music? How music was so important to this guy? Yes. When it came to hooking up with chicks. And what they meant. Uh huh. It's really deep thinking shit. It's, he was very much like you. <laughs> Imagine that. All, up until the part where he hacks people to death yeah, in his bed. Uh, all except for that part. I mean, the looking in the mirror when you're filming yourself. I, having, that's uh, totally you. Yeah. If you could only see our bedroom, folks. <laughs> Mirrors everywhere. No. Well, not right now, it isn't. No. I'm talking about my Venice Beach days when I was a wild, I was a young heart running free. Now, did, did I was American, sowing my oats. Did American Psycho, was he into taping things as well? Did he, like, do a lot of camera stuff? I don't of course think so. he did. Everything was on tape, right? Was it? I don't yes. remember that. <laughs> I got to pull this album up because there's a lot of good slices in here, so to speak. <laughs> Bruno's douche pussy rant made for some great drop material. J.F. L. Rosen, uh, douche talk. Uh, know what I'm saying? <laughs> there yeah. were so many great songs. Uh, people, people, people. When are you going to learn that 
you will not get any of this kind of content anywhere else. Guaranteed. And I want to remind everybody else that. By the way, what's your Mount Rushmore of American Psycho music? Music. There's so many great, a lot of filled columns in there. Oh, it was a tape recorder. That's the other thing that Luigi had. He had one of those old cassette tape recorders and headphones. Um, I want to remind everybody that is watching on something other than Twitch. If you are watching on Periscope, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Mob Crush, uh, uh, where else are we on? Twitter. Please make sure that you download the Twitch app for free. Follow Bruno Nation Live because that is the only way that you'll be in the chat room. The chat room where you can have access to all the fantastic sounds and uh, bits and all these other things to support the show. If you are enjoying this, that is the way that you can thank us. Um, it is it, it, Just downloading the Twitch app and following won't cost you anything. And that is the biggest way that you can um, appreciate the show and show us your love. Hang on, don't step on Huey. He was a big Huey Lewis guy, remember? Yes, and I was talking it up just to that. No, you were going to step on No, it. I wasn't. You don't know that. <laughs> Brett Michaels, Metal God. I'm only here to watch Bruno play Fortnite. Uh, Brett Michaels, we, we have determined that we are not going to allow Tony to play Fortnite. Because no. if he ever started, he would not be able to stop. And yeah. we can't have that. It's too important for him to be doing other things in life. That is an addictive game, and he has an addictive personality. And we have forbidden him to play This song Fortnite. was in American Psycho. I know it was in uh, Black to the Future, too. Can you feel it? That's Bearcat AJ doing his walk-up sound. He better do a walk-up sound for the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football where Mr. Monday Night has all the details, the breakdowns, every stat you need. Play Action Reel says, I got married to those lyrics in Vegas, The Power of Love. Oh, really? Oh, that's kind of bad. This is another good song that was in the movie. One more. This is the last one I'm going to play because right. i got to move on from America. Yes, Psycho. you do. Remember this song? Tony, are we doing a full three hours today? No. Are we... Ending at three? Yeah, we got to go to Jersey. I know. So that's what I wanted to remind people then if that's the case. This is the talking heads, Robin. I can't seem to face up to the facts. I'm tense and nervous and I can't relax. I can't sleep. King of Smut 95 says, I bet if Miss Robin plays Fortnite on Twitch, she can get more followers. I know. That's all you got to do. I'm here trying to put content on, and I'm instead of playing video games. And what did I? What am I? What am I thinking? What I need to do is I need to play Fortnite in a sports outfit. You know, like a sports bra. Oh yeah. That, that pushes everything up, sucks everything in. Psycho killer. Wedge WX, subscribe at tier one. They've subscribed oh, for four. How many yeah. months? How many months? How many months, Tony? Four. I got to get it back to the front page here. I don't like the sliding thing. What? Four. 
<laughs> what the hell's going on in F- here today? Four. F- four. He had a little stutter there. All right. Let's get back to the business. All right. So we cover the NCAA as better than no one. But the best part of it, the final note on that is the NCAA boss man, Mark Emmert. You know what he called this bill that uh, Gavin Newsom signed in California? What did he call it? An existential threat Uh-oh. to the college sports <laughs> business. I'm not making the, I thought climate change was the, en- the only oh. existential threat. Man, people are throwing that word around so existential. easily. Existential threat. Does anybody I really like know what it means? I like that. It's existential. That's fun. Do you know say. what existential threat means? It's bad shit, basically. I know what it means. It means... No. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. An existential threat it's means... It's no, imminent. It, existential it's not threat imminent? means that it is, it's a threat to the existence of whatever it is. Like, to well, that means we're all going to die. Yeah. Which we are. Somebody's going to be right. We some, are all going to die. At some, at some point, somewhere, <laughs> somebody's going to be right. Robin, this thing's not standing up. That's why these top buttons are getting smashed up. It doesn't stand on here. So when it slips, the two top quarter inches on the top are get knocked out. around. Yeah, They're sliding ah. in and out too easily? Yes. And it doesn't even have a lube on it. And uh, Jack O'Donnell's asking, are you guys at Landmark tonight? Yes. Yes, we are. We are going to be at Landmark Americana in Glassburg, Miss Mr. Monday Jersey. night. That's where he always Hello. is. Hello. I got to bounce back tonight. With a big win on Monday Night Football. Yes. And last week, I, I embarrassed myself to the point where I had to give a... I did half the show on that last Tuesday, taking the beating, admitting that I was a fraud for one night only, though. But then I bounced back. What happened after my Monday Night loss, Robin? Nailed a Thursday night game yes, with the Eagles did. and Packers. Underdog, outright winner. And not only that, but you were the... Nobody else thought that you were going to be correct. Of Nobody. Not. That's when they the, were you, laughing when you at you. You doubt the greatness that is Mr. Thursday Night now. So I gave you the Packers. That raised my Thursday night record to 5 and 0. Oh. 5 and 0 oh on Thursday nights. So what do I do? I then throw out four picks on Sunday. Four, how many did I throw out yesterday? This is what I always do at thepropsnetwork.com. Go on the site, you'll see all my picks. They're all documented. I gave you the Tennessee Titans. Underdogs on the road, outright winners. I gave you the Oakland Raiders, big underdogs on the road, outright winners. I gave you the Buffalo Bills with the seven points. Point spread winner on the road. Actually, at home. The only loss was the Kansas City Chiefs. So what's the record right now, you ask, Robin? What is the record right now? Because I couldn't follow all that. What's the matter with you? So coming into the Monday night tilt tonight, where I'm three and two, eight and five on Sundays, but I actually went up from eight and five. Now, because of another three and one, I'm eleven and six on Sundays. What? Five and oh on Thursday night football and three and two on Monday night football. Let's add that up, shall we? Okay, okay. That's okay. eight losses. That's eight losses. 11 and 5 is 16, 17, 18, 19. So 19, 19 and 8, ladies and gentlemen. 19. 19 and 8. Not spectacular, but certainly profitable. So that's a total of 27. Now you're going to do out. You're going to break. Somebody, where's my pencil? My 27 pen total. 
selection bets. so far. Selections. 19 wins, 8 losses. That's a pretty damn good percentage. Now, I'm not good at math, so what per winning percentage is that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. 27. Yeah, math on Monday is total bullshit. <laughs> Divided by. This is documented shit, man. Wait. No, no. Ah, oh, somebody else do this. If you have 19 wins and 18 losses, I'm going to throw no, this out eight. to the yard. Eight, eight losses. losses. 19, that's, that's, that's double the wins, by the way. Double wins and losses, right? Actually, it's more than double. Because 19 wins, 8 and 8 would be 16. What percentage is that? That's not 0%. No, Hitman. That's wrong. Even I know that. 0%. <laughs> Why am, I, why am I being stupid, stupid here? It is stupid. Use your common sense. Math on Monday is some white folk shit, says Beer Fat. No, I mean, some, you know, everybody, it doesn't matter what your race, if you use, you got to use math sometimes. Times. Point. It's easy, Robin. You do 19 plus 8, which is. Yeah, 27. 27 is 100%. Right. Okay. So if 27 is 100%, I don't have any pens here now. Times. Can anybody figure that out? I know Dean says he's 100% on his college pick so far. So it's – that still doesn't seem right. 70.3%. Is that what it is? 70% winners right now? 70.3, yeah. 70.3%. 70.3% winners? Yes. Have we confirmed that now? Yes. That is actually what I came is up with as well. Is it official now? I want winners. Straight cash, homie. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. Yeah. Okay, don't worry about it. Enjoy the win, man. I did, Andy, but you didn't cover. You cost me a 4-0 weekend, sucker. Doug McGregor, math is better with red wine. Yes, it is. 70.3%. D's get degrees. By the way, DJ Swearinger has been released by the year, Arizona Cardinals, who still can't find a win. There was a breaking news by Trevor as well up earlier about, uh, oh, gosh, I missed it. Say whatever. You had breaking news earlier about an injury. Uh, and we also have somebody on hold. Would let's you like to, to? Let's go to the phone, Jess. And we will have a Florida update. I know people wait for Robin's uh, weekly Florida update. Yes, there's another good one today. Hard to believe. We actually have several, but Robin will pick out <clears throat> yes. only the choicest, the, the finest. It's like the Colby beef of Florida updates. Who do we have on the line? Hello. Hello? Hey, Tony. This is AJ in Cincinnati. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Along with Miss Robin. Will, will you be in the yard tonight? Will you be in Pittsburgh where the Cincinnati Bengals have not won a game you know what their record is on Monday Night Football? You know that the Pittsburgh Steelers, by the way, have won 16 straight games on Monday Night Football. Did you know that? Yes, I knew that, Tony. I know it's been a long time since the Bengals last won a Monday Night game. I want to say it's been 18 years because I was at the Monday Night game when they beat Denver 23-10 to 10 in 2004. Ojo Cinco had a big night off of champ, the Hall of Famer, Champ Bailey. You know the worst part about this game tonight? A, that it's being played on Monday Night Football. 
with two 0-3 teams, and B, that you don't have Vontez Perfect. You don't have Pac-Man Jones. You don't have George Aloka. You don't have Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Joey Porter, and Ryan Shazier is obviously still on hold, recovering. Remember, that's when these teams really hated each other. But now you fast forward, and all of those characters, and again, Ryan Shazier was not one of those bad guys, but not that they were all bad guys, but guys who had temper issues and didn't like one another. I mean, that's when the Steelers and Bengals usually became ugly, ugly games. Am I right? Oh, yeah. I, I still don't for, I still not forgiving Vontez and Adam Jones for, you know, for messing that playoff game. We should have won that game because Vontez had the interception with like a minute, but then Jeremy Hill doesn't protect the ball well enough. Shadier just punches it out with by an inch before Jeremy Hill's knee was about to go down. They recover, and I said, uh-oh, we're not going to win this. The football God's not going to give us this tonight. And I knew it because before the week, I predicted – Bengals going to find a way to lose in the fourth quarter, 21-17, end up being 18-16. And ever since then, the Bengals have not recovered from that playoff loss. Yeah, and you look at the numbers here. I mean, they haven't, the Steelers haven't been 0-4 since 1968. The Bengals last no, time, were... the last time the Bengals won in Pittsburgh, November of 2015. I was at that game when the last time the Bengals beat the Steelers was November 1st, 2015, 16 to Ten, but 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 Pittsburgh started 0 and 4 in 2013. They lost it. their first four losses in that season in 2013 were Titans at home, at the Bengals, Bears at home, and then Vikings in London. That was the last time the Steelers started off 0 and 4 was 2013. And eight straight now for Pittsburgh, 11 out of 12 against the Bengals. I mean, so they've owned the Bengals. Does that mean they're going to win tonight and cover the number? You know, that's what's, that's what's crazy about this. I mean, if, if you're looking at this game strictly from a numerical standpoint, you know, there's, there's no way the Bengals should win, right? You wouldn't think so, but I, I got a good feeling tonight. I, I, like the, I like the point spread. I like that, and I like the outright win for the Bengals because at least we have our quarterback, even though Andy Dalton's only 3-12 and 12 in his career against the Steelers. Mason Rudolph didn't show me really anything last week. If you take away his two big touchdown passes, he only threw for like 60, 60 yards. You're absolutely like, right. That's a great point. Mason Rudolph, people keep forgetting. Remember, San Francisco turned the ball over five times. They should have, exactly. Pittsburgh should have won that game just based yeah, on turnovers. Because, but then Connor right, fumbles the ball. That leads to a San Francisco touchdown. And then they had another turnover. And San Fran, if they, if they, hold, they hold the Niners to field goals instead of touchdowns over those turnovers, they win that game, even though Mason Rudolph didn't play that great. Exactly. Pittsburgh only scored six points off five San Francisco mistakes, while San Francisco cashed in on two Pittsburgh mistakes for touchdowns. And that, that was the difference of that game, you know, a couple weeks back. And speaking of, you know, some stats, uh, let me give you some quick nuggets of my early leans in week five. You got early Atlanta. leans already? We're already leaning into week five. I got some gangster lean because I have a diamond in the back and a sunroof top, and I'm digging the scene with the gangster I'm, lean. These are like good lean, leans. Atlanta, in their last 13 AFC games, including the Super Bowl, 1-12. in tw- This week they have to go at Houston. You know where I'm possibly lean, leaning towards in that game. Another, another nugget. 
What's his name? Jared Goff looked like he was on glue all day. I mean, you want to talk about that look we always used to talk about Eli face? Jared Goff had Eli face yesterday. He had no idea what was going on out there, man. No yeah. idea. And, him, and Tampa Bay took advantage of Rams' mistakes, four Rams' mistakes, four touchdowns. They didn't sell for one of those times for a field goal. How many other people are breaking down, like, at, uh, doing analysis, like, Jared Goff looked like he was on glue? How many people are saying that? Nobody, because nobody understands. Unless you were old school and you had the testers when you were putting your – even Robin remembers sniffing testers. You know what testers was, right? That was the glue when you put models together. You know when you, like, put little airplanes and ships together when yeah, you were no, a kid? Yeah, no, no, no. For me, I remember as a kid um, doing uh, pasting photographs into photo albums with rubber cement. Rubber cement? With it, it was like that jar yeah. that you um, unscrewed and then it had a, the had little, a brush little brush on it, yeah. attached to but it. But testers was the big thing. The model glue was testers. And that's what people did. And, by the way, for all of those youngsters listening to the show today, we do not, do not sniff glue. No, do not do this. Do not sniff glue. Do not. No matter say- how good it smells, yes. do not do this. <laughs> Even though it smells good. <laughs> there is something weirdly, like, I, I don't know what it is. I know. Is. It's like me with hot tar. When I smell tar, Ew. like they're going to put it on the roof, I just I like that smell. I don't get high on it. No. I never sniff glue. Oh, but I smelled sniff- it every once in a while. I remember, I remember putting... <laughs> I remember painting my hand with rubber cement and smelling it. I mean, dude, I can explain a lot, actually. It's weird. There's some smells like, like Robin hates the smell of fresh tar, you know, asphalt. I can't stand it. I love that smell. That is so weird. I love glue. I know. Well, glue, that that rubber cementy type of glue does smell really good. Do they even still sell rubber cement? Yes. Of course they do. They sell all that shit. They have gorilla rubber cement now. Smells like an ape's ass, but it sticks really well. <laughs> all these glues. They got, this, they got the most high-powered glue ever now. You ever see Mr. F- guy on the Flex Seal commercials? Oh, he's I making know. damn boats with screens. Man, oh. He's spraying that shit all over everything. Man. Actually, gorilla, gorilla tape, by the way, for those of you... <laughs> we were we were at uh, Tolman Joe's yes. uh, outside, and they had to bring one of our cables all the way from inside up through the rafters, over and out into an outside door and around. And they the only uh, tape that they had at Tolman Joe's to do that 
was gorilla tape. Yes, instead of the regular duct tape. Right, which is what every single roadie. And gorilla tape, were, tape costs like $70 yeah. a roll. So they were putting gorilla tape Crack on is all cheaper of the than cords, including some of ours, so that they could bring in the sound system. And when we, we didn't realize what they'd use, and Luigi had made the mistake uh, when he first started working with us by using Gorilla Tape, and I got on his case. So I know, because you can't take it up. You rip the, you break the wires, you break everything. the cables, you break everything. It's great stuff. You should not use, for all of you people doing podcasts, and maybe you got a little band or something, or you're doing weddings you and bar mitzvahs. You only use Gorilla Tape if you are trying to put it up there Do not buy Gorilla Tape to put wires no. down. On the floor. So Luigi like lost his <laughs> mind when he realized that it had been put up there with gorilla tape, and he's like yelling at some poor schmuck. Who I know. Was, like, and, and then when it, when it bends <laughs> together, and then the wire stuck inside, yes. and you try to pull it apart, it's then you got to get a knife out, then you cut your wire, yeah, it's, then it's, you basically it's, cut your wrist and say, "That's it, I'm tired of this shit." It was pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, wow, Luigi, look at you. Now, AJ in, 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 AJ in San Antonio checks in and says, speaking about an ape's ass, let's talk about the Rams' defense this weekend. <laughs> so you like the Bengals tonight. Mr. Monday Night is still... Oh. oh, he's gone. Mr. Monday Night will release it later on tonight. Hi, Billy Mays here for Gorilla Bunghole Rubber Cement. Well, Billy Mays is no longer with us, as you know, Robin. Correct. One of my favorite pitch men of all time. You know what now, I'm saying? I believe that we have somebody on the other line, if all is well. Okay, let me just bring up this. I want this one more song, Robin. Okay. i got to get in here. One of my favorite songs. Play action reel, Luigi Steals Computer Chords. It was not completely Luigi's fault. Yes, I loaned the computer cord to him on Thursday, and he brought it with him, and I had mentioned to him that this was my extra that I needed to have back, and he said, sure, no problem, I'll bring it back. Well, he did bring it back, but he didn't put it back where it belonged. It is totally my fault for not having double-checked to make sure that it was in my case. He left it in his computer bag rather than putting it in my bag, and it's my fault for not having double-checked it. So I cannot completely blame Luigi, even though he should have known, because he was supposed to give it all back to me. In one we did blame action. Luigi, but that's the initial reaction when you don't have something that he had, and, and we're doing we were doing our live uh, show, it's, and our computer know, died, and we lost our stream. Everything. You never want to lose a stream. Then no. you got to go to a proctologist. You got to go to a urologist. It was very fair because I have I have my travel case where everything's in there, and I know that everything's in there, and I I don't really have to check it anymore. And I had loaned him my extra cable, and uh, so that he didn't have to undo his computer here at the house at the in the home studio. And uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't give it back to me the way he was supposed to. So, but it's it's a 50-50 as to whose fault it was. It was both of our faults. See, this is a remix. No fault. It's good. No fault Walt says, blame him anyway. Yes, I will just blame him anyway. TV antennas in the back. Remember this song, Rob? No, not at all. Are you serious right now? Not even close. Can we go to Florida? I want to do, I want to get a little bit of this because I was talking about you'd be thankful for what you got, Robin. I'm always thankful for what I got. And when I thought when I thought of that, what song did I think of? William Devane. Not the, not William Devane. He's selling gold. I was gonna say, are you William Devon? The, the the gold guy was a singer. William Devon, Robin. That. That's some good OG knowledge right there. William Devon, Robin. William Devon. 
You don't remember that song? Nope. Nope. Not even close. Oh, I have to give you one of these right now. Why don't they have the original old school version of this? I don't want the remix. Can we just go to Florida? Let's since go to damn Florida. Loaded. I have the Florida thing now loaded finally. Locked and loaded. Yay. It's about damn time, somebody said. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the show before we go back to the phones. To go down, down, down. Down to... Down to Florida. Why are all these sounds opening up like Welcome clipped in the front? to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go down to Florida where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played well yesterday on the road and will stay on the road for the rest of their lives. And the Miami Dolphins are still the worst team in professional football. Miss Robin. Tony, let's go down to Palm Harbor. Palm Harbor? Palm Harbor, Florida. Yes. Now... You actually tasted some for the very first time on Thursday, Tony Bruno, because there was a violation at the bar where somebody was drinking a White Claw. Yes, I told you. You, you actually had some, yep, Yes, over at the, at Screwballs last Thursday night. Lovely young lady was with a friend of ours who comes to the show every week. She's a college student. Uh-huh. She heard me talking about ripping somebody at the bar who had White Claw, and then she bought me a White Claw. So I had to take a sip. Yes. Now, what did you think of it? For just a second. It was the blackberry flavor. Okay. And I said, I'd rather have Frank's black cherry. No, black cherry. I'd rather have Frank's black cherry wishniak, which is my favorite soda of all time. Because it has it immediately, you taste the black cherry, and then it goes, blah. And then there's nothing left. <laughs> it's, like getting a, it's like getting a shot. It's like taking a hit of weed, if you smoke weed, which I don't. And then the first, you inhale it, and it really burns, and then it goes away completely. That's what White Claw Black Cherry tasted like. Well, it doesn't go completely away because this woman found out the hard way that the even though the White Claw slogan says, no laws while you're drinking claws. Oh, it says that on the bottle, on the that can? That is one of the slogans, yes. No laws while drinking claws? Well, there are still laws, especially if you're drinking and driving while drinking claws. And that is not... Even though the flavor might go away, the alcohol stays. It's an outrage. <laughs> and I did not love White Claw. I said it was all right. I'm not buying. I'm, listen, if I had $6 in my pocket, would I buy a White Claw? I would subscribe to another month of the Tony Bruno Show for one can of White Claw, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, less Just than think one about can. that. Less than, one, less than the price of one clan, can of, not clan, the clan probably drinks White Claw too, but that's for a different show. One can of White Claw costs more than one month of this show on Twitch. That is correct. Just think of it that way. The next time you go was into a bar. Was that how much bar, it was? Was six bucks? Six dollars. That's crazy. That is an absolute criminal outrage. I wonder how many this 32-year-old woman, Danae Morrison, had to drink before she was legally driving impaired while drinking White Claw. Did the when, cop stop her because yes. she had a can of White Claw or because she was white trash? No. Oh. The uh, <laughs> the Pinellas County Sheriff said that a witness called 911 to report a driver drinking the alcoholic seltzer while swerving in traffic Dude. last Wednesday evening. Um, when the deputy pulled the vehicle over behind, Morrison was found behind the wheel with a strong 
odor of an alcoholic beverage Wait a on her breath. There's a strong odor after you drink White Claw. Apparently. What do you smell like? Blackberries? No, because you you already said that the blackberry goes bleh, and it's gone. So what's the odor? Alcohol. That's what's left. There's alcohol in that shit. There is alcohol in By that. By the way, shit. they are coming out with a big version down south, I believe, in uh, Mississippi. It's called the Ku Klux Claw. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, AJ. It's that's good. That's good. <laughs> the Ku Klux so, Claw. <laughs> The arrest affidavit said that Morrison appeared disheveled. Her hair was in a nest, her skirt was sideways, and her shoes were off. Hey. She was swaying and leaning against her car to keep her balance, and her eyes were bloodshot. Uh, Now, she did admit to drinking while driving, but she said, I had a drink at noon and two while driving home, well, in the car. They're only 5%. 5% alcohol. Hello. Would you like to see a picture of this lovely lady? Yeah, she's got to be hot. Oh, I'm I mean, sh- any chick that takes her shoes off in her car, first of all. She was driving with no shoes on? Driving with no shoes? Did you ever do, skirt I mean, was I did it skew? once by accident because I, like, I had flip-flops and I had sand on them and I didn't want to get everything all over. So I started. You, you, you don't have the same sense when you're and hitting weird. the gas. It feels weird. Yeah, like you feel like you have to hit the brake and have to push it all the way through the floor. All the way into the engine compartment because it doesn't feel the same. Same thing with the gas. It is weird. It feels like you have to. I used to jump drive on that thing. Living in L.A., we're going down to the beach. I used to drive barefoot all the time, and it is. Different. Let me see. Is she hot? Uh, no. Can you blow her up a little bit, so to speak? Let me, let me blow her up. Just for, well, that's that's about as big as I can get it. Wow, that's what she said. She looks like your typical drunk Pinellas guy. Was she on uh, Live PD this weekend? Did they have that at least on there? I don't know. i got to ask my but friend uh, Brenda can Marie. Just, can I just say, just because something <laughs> looks and feels and smells like a soda pop does not mean it's soda pop. There's alcohol in there. It's alcohol. Hello? Did she do any shots at least? <laughs> she she totally admits. She goes, well, I only had one at lunch and two while drinking. How can you have two White Claws and be <laughs> wasted? That's really white girl wasted. Well, you know she was lying. There had to have been more to, than that. But there you have it, folks. Florida. And and the uh, the saying, no laws while you're drinking claws? No, there are still laws. Drinking and driving still is not, is, is still verboten. Did she uh, maybe sprinkle a little meth in there by any chance? A little something, <laughs> something extra? And well, can can we just stay down in Florida just for a second? Can I do a, <laughs> Wait a twofer? Minute. EKT eighty seven fifty. She looks more Delco than Florida. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's go back to Florida, Robin. People love it. Yes, let's go back. Just a really quickie. <laughs> because you know how uh, th- there's that show, uh, Weird Ways to Go or Weird Ways to Die. There's some show on TV. I remember watching it. Somewhere. No, I, I, I once is one about uh, sex sent me to the ER. Which is fake. Yes. Well, this is weird ways to die. There's a thousand ways to die in the West. I mean, there's a lot of... Maybe there's a thousand ways to die. Yes, a thousand ways to die. Well, here's one that I don't think was in there yet. But let's go to St. Augustine. Oh, I love St. Augustine. We love St. Augustine. It is a beautiful location. Especially the haunted uh, lighthouse where Robin and I have been and done an investigation looking for paranormal shit. Well... (laughs) We might have haunted shit in the future, (laughs) literally, because a St. Augustine woman was found dead inside a burning porta potty. What? Yes. A burning porta potty 
in St. Augustine. They're not exactly sure how the porta potty caught on fire or Man. how the woman. Did she drop was... a hot chalupa in there? What the I hell happened? Know. Again, the woman's dead. I'm not making light of no, someone dying. No, we're not making light of how. How the hell is a porta potty catch on fire? Well, there's flammable. I mean, like the fumes. Methane. Is methane, or as they say in England, methane. Was there too much methane in there? It could. I mean,. If it's out in the sun for a while, wouldn't methane start to build yes, up? Yes, especially ones that don't get cleaned out because they put chemicals in there, obviously. And if you've been in one without chemicals and they don't clean it regularly, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's some bad shit in there. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the porta potty apparently was at a home that had been under construction for several months. So maybe that porta potty had not been cleaned out and the methane built up and... They don't know who the woman is at the, at this point, um, but the deputy that went out there said that in his 32 years of law enforcement, he has never ever seen something like that before. I've only seen it like in movies. I've seen dumpsters blow up, and obviously there's methane gas in human waste, just like there is in cow yes. waste. That's why the planet's going to die. That's why we only have 12 years. It's an existential threat to porta potties. Don Collins, Don Collins earlier on gave the exact definition of what an existential threat is. Hold on, let me. God, this pr- so this show is an existential threat. Here, uh, existential, existential. God, where the heck is it? I can't go back any farther than that. <laughs> you sure she wasn't cooking in there? Well, what's who would choose a porta potty to do any kind of meth cooking in there? Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, maybe, they didn't have, maybe they didn't have a trailer in the middle of the desert in Nevada or New Mexico. Well, this was in St. Augustine, Florida. I know, but you know, it's in Breaking Bad. See, oh, they had oh, the trailer, Heisenberg, oh. yeah, yeah. remember, and they were cooking meth in the desert. Come on, Robin. But what a way to go. Holy shit, so to speak. <laughs> we're not laughing. Somebody died. <laughs> How, we have a, like, can you imagine? We have the forensics on the that. the pearly gates. How did you die? Well, officer, I was taking a shit, and the next uh, thing come I knew. On, Robin, nobody takes a shit in the porta potty anymore. <laughs> well, apparently somebody had you to. Can't otherwise, even, the methane gas wouldn't I can't even hover. Be there. Even on a clean porta potty, I can't even hover. You know when you have to hover? Yeah, well, women hover all the time. <laughs> I don't think I've actually sat in a in a public restroom for the last fifteen years. Really? Oh, yeah. Never. Never. I've already yeah. told you this. Women are so much more disgusting in public restrooms than I imagine men are. Because men at least have practice at aiming. Women do not, for the most part. And they don't. They can't keep the stream straight. Now, Dean points out, and I've been to the Preakness. You haven't been to the Preakness yet, no. right? In Baltimore, in Pimlico, racetrack, uh-huh, uh-huh. they have all these porta potties lined up, like a right. hundred of them in the infield. Right. And then people climb on top of them. That's so I think stupid. they did. I don't know if they did away with it. I didn't see it this year's, but that was one of the big traditions. Is to people climb run, the and then people would throw beer cans at them to try it's to the knock their asses thing. off. This is at Pimlico. Yes. I thought that this was like at some kind of racetrack. That is a racetrack. Pimlico no, is the racetrack. Not horse racing. I meant car racing. 
No, Pimlico is a horse racing I, track. I know, but I didn't in, realize in it was a horse. Because I always imagine a horse racing crowd to be a little bit more highbrow than your, that. This is not your basic <laughs> horse racing crowd, Robin. This is the They're low not bra- sitting on Millionaire's is, Row at Churchill Downs. This is the low Down. rent of, yeah, of... This is the white trash okay. horse racing crowd. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. So the Kentucky Derby, they, everybody wears hats, and it's like Millionaire's Row. Pimlico is beer guzzling. Dean has posted a video on YouTube of the porta potty runs at Pimlico at the Preakness Stupid. Stakes. Can you play that, Robin? People want to see that shit. It's all, that's what it's all about, man. You've got to have good shit on these shows. If you don't have good shit talk, you ain't worth shit. I think they stopped them, though. They finally realized that Buffy in the winner's circle was not happy. So they're not sitting down there. The people in the infield are just regular people. The rich bitches are all up there in the boxes, usually where I am to be found at Churchill Downs. All right, here we go, Tony. Let's do a porta potty run here at Pimlico. There it is. See it? There's a dude up there. Look at all the beer cans they're throwing at that sucker. So he tries to make it across, running across the tops. Look at how many beer cans. Dang! What a waste of humanity. That's just oh! He got cold cock with one. That is just down goes Frazier. And look how many keep going. They keep going and going and going and going. That's some highbrow shit right there. They don't have any padding. They don't have any helmets. Oh, there's a double. There's two guys running at the same time. So those porta potties, they're they're starting to like. Like somebody that's a little bit heavier would fall right through. Yeah, uh, yeah, because they're just they're just like fiberglass tops. That guy, one guy, the first guy got killed, so to speak. That's stupid. Shit, man, that's it's the infield. Stupid. No, it's not. It's fun, Robin. No, it's not. See, Robin. I would not be doing that. By the way, AJ and Sam, I think existential threat will be the eight horse at the Preakness next year. Senior twenty D. <laughs> That's a waste of F and B, are you worthless Fs? You know who's going crazy watching that? Stone Cold Steve Austin saying, Are you idiots kid kidding me right now? All that damn crappy beer you're throwing? I mean, even if you're throwing natty ice up there, or you're throwing PVRs, or really, really crappy beer, or bush light. This thing <coughs> of the crappy beer oh, being thrown. Shoot, I think we have somebody on hold. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go to the phones here. <laughs> Don't forget, we're heading Hello? out. It's another Monday day-night doubleheader, Landmark Americana. Hi, I'll try to keep it short for you because you guys got to go back. That's what she said to you over the weekend. Country. I know. Did you say that to her over the weekend? <laughs> no. No, you say to her, hey, baby, I, you know, I'm sorry. I only could give you four inches tonight. This is Trevor from the duo. I know who it is. Okay. Baby, I only can give you four inches tonight. Some women just can't take. Some women just can't take it that wide. Sounds like the spin teacher I was trying to hook hit on uh, on Thursday. No, that's that's Thursday one of the great lines from the uh, from the Love Master. Yes. Hey, baby, I'm going to give you. I could, I could give you four inches tonight. Although some women can't take it that wide. You get it? Right, let's get down to the business. Let's get down to the business, yo. I hate to have to repeat a joke. Trying to make a move at corner, like DJ Swearinger will be nice in the secondary, but we are decimated by injuries right now. We need some help. We need some bodies back there. Xavier Howard's rotting away in Miami. He'll be a nice addition right now. You know, and I think I agree with. I read a column this morning on Bleeding Green Nation with the great uh, Robin Brandon Lee Galton, who does a good job on that site. Bleeding Bleeding Green Nation. Wow. Yeah. He did. So sorry about that. No, bless you. He's, you know, everybody's talking about Jalen Ramsey. 
you know, guess what? The Jacksonville Jaguars have no obligation to trade him. You see, he keeps up coming with lame excuses, and its team keeps winning. The more he sits on the sideline and says, oh, I didn't feel good, I didn't go to practice, and though all my baby mama gave birth to another child, I I can't show up, and then he comes up with a, I got a bad back as his last excuse, he doesn't want to play there. And so what I would do, because I'm a bastard like that, hey, bastard, you're getting paid. You want more money elsewhere? Guess what? You ain't going nowhere, homeboy. You're sitting right there on the sideline every Sunday, keep coming up with bullshit excuses, and you're going to sit your ass down. Wear those street clothes as well. And uh, Chris Harris, Chris Harris's name is being mentioned. You know, Chris Harris, Denver is playing like crap. They're 0-4. He's in the final year of his contract. You know, why would Denver want to bring him back? So you maybe go in there. You won't have to give up two number one draft picks. Now, they did bring back Orlando Scandrick, but that was a desperation move. I mean, the guy's sitting at home. Is he better than the guys that they've had out there? I don't know, but they have to do something about the secondary. There's no doubt about it. The fact that they won that game in Green Bay with, with the secondary and the linebacking core, with all due respect. You know, the, you watch the Cowboys. You know, we can joke around about the Cowboys. They got two world-class linebackers back there who can take over a game. You know, mm-hmm. Van, Van Esch, Van Der Esch, and Jalen Smith, those, Jaylen guys are in, those guys are incredible talents. And the Eagles, with all due respect, their, their linebackers are just okay. Do they have one They're linebacker mad. that scares you? No. I have, they don't have a linebacker that scares me. That's, I'm in a dark alley. That's going to scare me at all. They need a linebacker like that, personally. Yeah, you know, and you see who's, so. you see who's out there playing well now, right? Jordan Hicks. Yeah. Jordan Hicks, they gave yeah, him man. up. And I know he got hurt a lot, but Jordan Hicks was a decent player. He's better than anybody you have. And I understand the the Kendricks thing when they got rid of him. You know, he was a guy that got hurt. They questioned his work ethic. He still looks better than the guys that are running out there. You know, if if you want to win a Super Bowl, look at the Bears. I mean, the Bears are mediocre at best on offense. Yet their defense could take them to the Super Bowl. That's how good they are. The Eagles don't need a Bears defense. They need a good defense. You know, the, the respectable defense. Exactly. I can make a play. Exactly. So that's also, the thing. And, and they're worried and they're thinking about it. I mean, you know, there's not a lot out there. That's why these guys are sitting yeah. at home and not playing, but they got to make a move. By the way, uh, you see Bradley Chubb now is out for the year. That I news. Saw, co- I tweeted. I put that in the chat room. No, earlier. I saw it earlier. Yes. That's a, that's another big loss. He has a, Trubisky has revealed as a dislocated left shoulder and a slight, slight labrum tear, but does not need shoulder and should be back sooner rather than later. Yeah. That's what Adam Schefter said. So Bradley and Chubb, the, the things weren't going bad enough for the Denver Broncos. They lose their linebacker, ACL tear, done for the rest of the year. You talk about a disaster. How is John Elway not fired? That's my question. Well, he fired his coach. That's- I mean, keep a pe- and then he brings in a veteran quarterback, you know, Joe Flacco, who's at the end of the road. You know, they're just grasping at straws. They keep drafting quarterbacks, and none of them work out. Then they keep going out after the quarterbacks, and they're not working either. So they do a fire sale because they can't. you can't fire your coach four games into a season when your team's a disaster area. True. Like, I, would, I would love to have Emmanuel Sanders on the team. No lie. I'll take, I'll take him any day of the week. I agree, man. Go to the, uh, absolutely. Uh, do we see if Capra gets fired? Do we see Joe Girardi or Joe Madden taking the reins 
How about quid pro Joe? I think Joe Biden would be in the mix, too. we got to get the best available Joe. And then if they hire Joe Biden, then they can hire me and get me a deal where I can make $50,000 a month doing nothing. That's the job I want to retire on. Trevor, we got Mr. Monday Night coming up tonight. Hey, I enjoy that work, by the way. I always enjoy. Beautiful, man. Thank you very much. I want to thank everybody out there. I know we're doing an abbreviated show, but hey. We're giving you another two hours of solid football talk tonight live at Landmark Americana in Glassboro, baby, 6 to 8 p.m. We'll be live with Aton and John McMullen and Colin Thompson on 97.3 ESPN. Get the, get the app, and you can listen to it there. You can watch it on Twitch and listen to it there. You just can't avoid this show. What the hell happened to the music, Robin? In the meantime, don't drink White Claw and Drive. In fact, don't drink anything and drive. Don't sniff glue and drive. And God bless America. It's a beautiful country. We'll see you in a couple of hours, 6 to 8. Back here on Twitch at 97.3 ESPN, baby. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. Two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.